Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Question. So I'm asking myself that question, like, why do you, why do you take on so much obligation, put so much burden? And I have to, I have to say that it just comes from a, like, an ingrained uh, survival mode. And for me, at least. Okay. And I don't know if other women can relate to this. And let me elaborate on that a little bit. I had my daughter when I was 15, my yeah. first daughter. So my whole thing was like, I got to get a job. I'm not going to depend on anybody to buy my daughter diapers. I'm not going to depend on anybody to, to, to provide and to feed my daughter. So at 15 and a half, I got my first job and I was going to high school. And there's like this ingrained and in, and it's just like it's ingrained in me that I have to be a survivalist. And I I throughout the years through this healing progress, I've been trying to get away from survival and being and thriving. But every now and then, Dwayne, I find myself, you know, it's it's still that part of me that scarcity mindset, mm. that survival, that I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta, I got, I there's not enough kicks in where where. Most in the in the most recent years, I've been like I've been flowing. Money's been great. I make good money. I I have a good living. I have a good lifestyle, and yet still, that little broke fifteen-year-old comes back in and says, "You're not going to make it." <laughs> well, I think I think I mean I think a lot of people you know feel like that. I know. I was, um, I mean, I've been blessed. I've educated myself. I've pushed myself as a business owner, but you know, I can quickly, quickly close my eyes and go back to before I was doing the corporate gigs that I'm performing for now and, you know, flying all over the country and performing for shows and doing the schools and, you know, doing these, these bigger type companies. I can quickly close my eyes and immediately go back to when I was on a sidewalk on the beach and I was what they call busking. I had a I had a bucket, and I was performing magic for people that passed by. And whatever they put in that bucket is what I made that day. So yeah. I can I can quickly. And there are times when like I want to sleep in, right? Yeah. Or I don't want to sit at my desk and you know do stuff. And there's a little, plenty of times, you know. I'm, I think a lot of salespeople. I mean, I, I pretty much equate myself to a salesman. Um, there's a lot of salespeople that, you know, I don't want to pick up the phone. I don't want to do a follow-up call. I just want to know, are, are, you know, are we doing business or not? I don't want to do that call. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm annoying somebody. I don't want to call somebody and feel like I'm disrupting their day, right? But when I go back to thinking about, damn, you could be on the street performing for hat. Wow. And I mean... As long ago as that's been, as far as I've come, as much as my business education has grown, my business uh, business savviness have grown, uh, yeah. making a business, I can still, in a blink, that quick, go back to I'm out there, I'm sweating buckets, I got a, I got a hat, I got a, you know, I got my tip jar, and whatever goes in goes in. I can quickly go back to that immediately without thinking right. about it. So. You know, I, I think a lot of people can do that. And I know that I've talked to other business owners that, you know, the fear of going back to where they've come from has 
motivated them enough to keep pushing them forward to, to the next level. So I don't necessarily think that's bad. I don't necessarily right. think that's a bad thing. But I do think it's a thing that a lot of people do, that they can go back. I know, like, you know, I've heard The Rock, you know, he references a lot why he calls his, his, his company Seven Bucks Productions. You know, he can, he, say he can easily go back to sitting in a truck, leaving Tampa, going to Miami, and he literally had $7 in his pocket. He didn't know what he was going to do. Wow. And he said he can immediately close his eyes and he can go back to immediately how he felt at that time, too. So I think a lot of people can do that. But I think at the same time, you know, I could see the, 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 the double-edged sword of one side of it, you feel selfish. Like, damn, how can I, how can I do that and say that about my own kids? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think there's some male listeners who listen and say, well, there's nothing necessarily wrong with feeling like that. Because you probably did put a lot of business decisions second to making sure you had your kids covered. Or making sure that your lifestyle with your kids were covered, and what you wanted to do, I think it's. I think it's probably. I think if more women were really honest, I think a lot more women feel that. And it seems like a lot of women will admit that. They won't admit it in their twenties. They won't admit it in their thirties. But as they get like in their forties, fifties, they can say, "I can go back and I can remember feeling a certain level of resentment." You know, um, I don't know if it's just there's more truth that comes with that with age, or they've they've had time to kind of let those kind of feelings settle in, right? Right. Right. And, and what I, what I, um, just talking to somebody the other day, I talked to another woman where, um, she was telling me, you know, everything for my kids first, everything is, is for them. I, I work for them. You know, I, I, all my money's for them. And I asked her, I said, well, what about for you? Because we were having a conversation where she needed a little bit of motivation and empowerment. And, it, it turns out there was not really any investment going to her. It was all being pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And it's like, I, I can't help but to think about that saying, if you're not pouring into your own cup first, right. sounds selfish. Yep. How are you going to pour into other cups? Yeah. You can't, you have nothing left at the end of the day or you feel, you feel empty and, and left with nothing. Yeah. So I, I've, I've developed a habit where it's like, okay, yes, yes. For my kids. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But I, I still manage to invest in me. What? What? How is this going to make me feel? What? What do I got to do to make me feel happy, yeah. excited, sexy, motivated? Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if you don't, I mean, there's this business principle that several people teach and they preach, which is you know, pay yourself first before you pay, you know, other right. things. Or I mean, I think that's kind of along the same process. You know, if, if you're not covering yourself, if you're not happy with yourself, I don't believe, I mean, how can you, how can you share happiness if you don't have it? Exactly. I mean, it's like sharing, it's like sharing a million dollars. If you ain't got a million dollars to share, how can you share it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I wanted to clarify a little bit, Dwayne, for, for those listeners and for those women saying, what a bitch <laughs> what a okay. selfish bitch right so i want to clarify um i had to do some self-reflecting and really go in deep after that comment flew out of my mind i've been really actively practicing um being intentional and being in the moment being present and at that moment i was not being present i was mm. not being in the moment i was not being intentional it just flew out of my mouth unconsciously not conscious of what the repercussions would be and how it was going to hurt other people. So immediately I took it back to me. Okay, 
where is this coming from, Vanessa? Why? What? First of all, I asked myself. So, for the women that can relate to those feelings, I wanted to give them a little bit of tools here. This is a coaching tool. Ask yourself. Check in with you. What am I feeling? What? What am I feeling? So I went in and I said, "What am I feeling?" Okay, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling stressed out. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling resentful. Okay, Vanessa, why are you feeling these feelings? Okay, well, I'm feeling angry because where is the father of my kids? Shouldn't he be helping right now? Okay, and then I just kept going in and in. Why are you feeling resentful? Well, I'm feeling resentful based off the recent men that I've dated and and the recent uh, failures in in the in the divorce or failures or learnings mm-hmm. in the divorce and in the breakup that I had. Um, I was about to get married to another man, and I started feeling resentful. And then ultimately I got down to the point where it was like, I understand why you're do why you're feeling this way. You want to be so successful for re- revengeful purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's where all that stemming from where it was like you. And then I was like, well, wh- why, why do you, what, what is that going to get to you? What mm-hmm. is that going to give you? Like I wanted, I want to be so successful to basically middle finger to all my exes middle finger to everybody who, who, you know, who did me wrong, who, whatever, whatever the case was, if it didn't work out, it's, it's almost like, you know, the best revenge is success. It, it really have. is. I, and you know, that's been, that's been debated by a lot of people, especially here recently, you know, it's, uh, uh you know, it's, they say it's a bad energy and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Actions coming from a bad energy will can lead to bad other bad energy. You know, I mean, at, whatever. I mean, I yeah, that's a little whatever. Well, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it because think about think about if you're fueled by anger and if you're fueled by resentment and you're fueled by all these negative emotions. Yeah. I, I, I was I, I speak to my body, Dwayne. So mm. this morning I told you what, what what's going on this morning. My, mm. you know, I, 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 my body's speaking to me. My 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 women parts are cramping, <laughs> and I'm speaking to my body. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and I'm saying, you know, is it I listening? That's my question. Is it listen? Does it listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> it when, really does. Okay. And it speaks back. Uh, okay. <laughs> so so. Anytime that you you're being fueled by those negative emotions, I'm a big believer that they can manifest into disease, into cancer, mm. into into autoimmune disease, blood, some type of rare, whatever. If you're harboring that resentment in your heart, studies have shown that women can develop breast cancer. Why? Where is your heart located? It's located by your breast, and yeah. and women will develop breast cancer, or or even that resentment. Think about it: the resentment towards my kids, it, it's or whatever. It's it, it. They were they were housed in my uterus. Mm. Damn. You know, u- uterus, cervical cancer, and and there's no need for that. Yeah. Your body harbors emotions, and then it manifests and translates to disease. Mm-hmm. Several studies have been made on that. So. What I don't, I, moving to moving to what do you feel like is a solution or a possible solution? I mean, you talked about getting into asking yourself, you know, where are the feelings coming from? Um, you know, what made you feel this way? Why do you feel this way? Um, what 
you know, not just personally for you, but just anybody that's listening, what do you think really is a good thing for them to do to, to get past or, you know, I personally, I mean, just if, if to not just to give you coverage, but anybody that's listening, you know, I really don't, especially the, 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 the single moms out there or the moms that have, you know, so often put their children first before themselves, you know, you get to be, you know, your late thirties and your, your early forties. And, you know, you see people, you know, like I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, just, I'm just kind of going off cuff here, but looking at, you know, the, your, your, you said you had a 21 year old, right? Yeah. I'm sure there was at some point you can look at that person as a person, not just as your child, but think, okay, they're at 21 and you can reflect back to when you were 21 and what you were doing versus probably their level of responsibility they have now at 21. Thinking back when I was 21, I was doing this, 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 and this, and you're 21 and you're only worried about, you know, the new iPhone or something, right? Right. (laughs) Um, What is the, I mean, I can under, I really do can under, I really can't understand how, and the thing is, it's not necessarily. A re- I don't even necessarily think it's a resentment towards towards the, towards, the, towards the kids, as it is a resentment towards an anger or something that you that you know, and you get down to it and say, "These are decisions that I've made. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I, don't, I hate to use the word my fault, but I'm in this situation for decisions I've made, actions I did, and this is on me, right?" And you know what, Dwayne? Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because if I if I would have dove in a little bit deeper. I probably would have uncovered that I'm I'm ultimately upset at myself. Right. And and and, and it probably is that way where I need to develop um, or, or continuously again remember remember work in progress. Right. Is continuous and active forgiveness for myself and the decisions that I've made and everything that's led me to this point. Hmm. So I, I I would yeah any suggestions or advice or solutions that I would continue practicing you know you got to practice what you preach Mm -hmm. and i would give to anybody out there is active forgiveness towards myself Mm -hmm. and towards the father of my kid my exes everybody it's continuous yeah and here i thought like i've reached a place where i I forgive them honestly Dwayne, the father of my kid comes over i i cook him dinner i serve him dinner we laugh we hang out we have a good time my exes same thing they're a phone call away I, I have actively practiced forgiveness, but it, it, it it's almost like it resurged for some reason. Have you forgiven yourself? That's the question. And that, my friend, uh-huh. is the continuous work in progress. Yeah. Because I tell myself that all the time. I forgive you. I accept you. I love you. And it's it's a continuous. I forgive you. I forgive you. <laughs> what, are, what, what are closing thoughts to the male and female listeners uh, for this episode? Closing thoughts. I would, I would encourage everybody to keep moving, keep setting goals, keep stretching yourself, keep, keep investing in yourself. If there's something that's scary that you've always wanted to do, uh, whether it's hire a fitness coach, hire a financial coach, hire somebody that's going to take you to the next level in whatever area. It could be in any area. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Be grateful and understand that you're right where you're supposed to be. You're right in the flow. Be in flow. Be grateful. Keep pushing. 
Fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close out this episode. Tune in next time. We have a very good subject coming up next time. Thank you all of you for listening. Please subscribe. Please give us a review. We're trying to shoot for 4,000 reviews. We are far behind. But there's a podcast that I am chasing. I am aggressively chasing. That is what I'm considering my competition, my rival. I'm not going to say their name because I'm not going to give them free advertising. But they know who they are. I'm coming. <laughs> they, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. They got 4,000 <laughs> reviews. And I think we got like eight. All right, so we're behind, but that's okay. We're going to, we're, it's just the first, it's the first quarter. We're going to catch up. Uh, we give a shout out to all the people that are listening across the world. Uh, United Kingdom has a big audience. Japan still has a big audience. Australia is catching up. Canada's catching up with Japan. Thank all of you for listening. Indonesia, Philippines, Singapore, um, Zimbabwe, South Africa, and people in Brazil. Thank all of you for listening. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Please leave your comments. If you got feedback, please let us know. There's a link in the podcast notes in the show notes if you want to submit your question submit it if you want to submit your comment submit it you want to submit your feedback submit it you want a confession which we're going to get into some confessions that are pretty racy submit your confessions all of that's open thank everybody for listening we'll see you next week and goodbye if you have a question please send it in go to duanehill.com forward slash dating podcast questions duanehill.com forward slash dating podcast questions this has been a pick a card production adventure thank you for listening edited by logan dunbar sound supervisor logan dunbar additional editing by gabriel retori for more information go to duanehill.com or pickacardpro.com